Welcome to the Wealth and Law Podcast Express episode, where we talk about critical issues you need to know about right now. I'm your host, Brent Nelson, and I'm joined by Rachel Sass. Hello. And we are talking today about the Payroll Protection Program, or PPP, loan program that was part of the CARES Act that became law on March 27th, and it is a program with Right now, $348 billion in it, and that billion dollars could be increased in the future if the U.S. Congress decides to up it, and they've been talking about doing that. But right now, it's a loan program that really is for small businesses and particularly primed for family businesses. It is open to small businesses that have less than 501 employees that are located in the United States. And it is also open to nonprofits and tribal entities and then certain entities that are quote unquote small business concerns under the Small Business Administration uh, rules and procedures. It is available to people on a first come, first serve basis, which means for small businesses, nonprofits, etc., they need to take advantage of this program while it lasts because the, when the money is out, the program is over. And that's really the critical bit. It's a call to action. So people need to get in gear, get their applications in if they're eligible, and try to get their hands on some of this critical loan money. Absolutely. And businesses, there is a maximum amount of money that each business can get from the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, the maximum amount that a business can get is their average monthly payroll cost in the last 12 months before receiving the loan. And you take that number and you times it by two and a half. And it could be no more than $10 million. So say, for example, a business's average monthly payroll costs are $100,000, then you could receive $250,000 from this program. So it's a really great program to be able to get some extra money right now. And you can use the funds for a, a bunch of different uh, reasons. You can use it for payroll purposes, um, group healthcare benefits, salaries, commissions, other types of compensation. If you have rent and lease payments, uh, utilities, uh, mortgage interest. If you've got interest on any other prior debts, you can use the money on that. The one main rule with this program is that at least 75% of the proceeds have to be used to cover payroll costs and then no more than 25% can be used for non-payroll costs. So just keep that in mind when considering how you're going to allocate this money. And that's a and that's a, a percentage or a mix of costs where if you get a skew of those percentages, then you lose out on the next benefit, which is that this loan, it's a, it's a two-year loan at a 1% interest rate. So that's already great. But this loan can be 100% forgiven if the money that's received is used for one of the appropriate purposes that Rachel just mentioned. And if the use of those funds uh, is not less than 75% on payroll costs. So once you go under 75%, you're cutting into the amount that can be forgiven. There is one little uh, caveat to that, and that is that if you spend the money on payroll costs on employee salaries that exceed $100,000, you don't get to use uh, the payroll that was paid on these like highly compensated employees. It's really focused on keeping the workforce employed 
and not uh, line, it's supposed to not be lining the pockets of executives and upper management, etc. That's really the focus. But as long as you fit within those parameters, those percentage parameters, and, and how you're using the funds, after an eight-week period, so you get the loan, you wait eight, eight weeks, at that eight-week mark, the borrower, the company, can ask the lender, which is a bank, to uh, ask the federal government, essentially apply to the federal government for forgiveness of the loan. And if they fit within these particular parameters, they can get a 100% forgiven loan and the loan is not includable in taxable income like normal forgiveness on debt. So they don't even have to pay income tax on it. It is literally free money from the government. In, in addition to this loan, there's a separate uh, loan program. It's an SBA loan program. It's an economic uh, disaster program. Uh, the acronym is the EIDL program. And this CARES Act that was passed on March 27th expanded the EIDL program to small companies that have fewer than 501 employees. Uh, and in addition, it created a grant of $10,000. And the way the grant works is if you just make an application for an EIDL loan and you request an immediate grant, it's like a, uh, an immediate release of $10,000 of the requested loan amount, you get a $10,000 check from the government. You never have to pay it back, even if you get turned down for your EIDL loan uh, with the bank or with the federal government. So you don't even actually have to receive the money from the EIDL program. You get the 10 grand and you never have to pay it back. Now you have to file an application. You have to certify that you're eligible to receive an EIDL uh, loan. So not just anybody can ask for this money, but as long as you can certify that you think that you're eligible with good faith, then you can get $10,000 straight into the business's pocket and you never have, never have to pay that money back, which is great. I mean, who wouldn't go through a little bit of effort to get 10 grand? So any, any company that is doing the PPP loan program, the, the payroll protection program loans, should also file an application for the EIDL program and get that immediate $10,000 and just up the amount that they can get out of this program. Finally, the new law allows a company to defer payroll withholding taxes. That is, you can defer paying the payroll taxes. And the way that it works is 50% of the payroll taxes can be deferred until the filing that would have been required at the December 31, 2021 date. And the other 50% is deferred until the filing that would be required on the, December, the end of the December 31, 2022 period. Now, that deferral ends once you get forgiveness on the PPP loan. But what this means is, number one, you can still defer until you have received forgiveness because you don't even know uh, if you're going to get forgiven until the federal government tells you you are forgiven. And number two, if, if deferring the payroll is more important than getting the forgiveness on the loan because say you can you can stand paying a 1% uh, amortized loan payment for a bit more than you can stand paying your payroll taxes. You just wait on requesting forgiveness and you can still defer paying the payroll tax. So you can kind of you can play both sides of it and you can time it to match whatever your your business economic condition is. In a nutshell, that is the PPP loan program. 
And that is the way that it fits together with the EIDL loan program. And as, uh, as I let in here, I think most family businesses are going to qualify for this. And if they've been affected by COVID-19 and all of the quarantining or stay-at-home orders, then they absolutely ought to look into this. It's a great program. And they ought to do it while it lasts. Absolutely.